I'm Alexandra Kreis and you're listening to Outer Travel in a Journey. Welcome back to the show. This is Outer Travel Inner Journey. On my show today is Antonio Alemano. Hello, Antonio. Ciao. <laughs> Antonio is originally from Italy and he's a bit nomadic. So we, he, he has his foot in three different countries here and there. And then he's also willing to travel wherever his calling is bringing him. That's what I hear. Anyway, um, the reason why I brought Antonio onto the show, he is a multi-instrumentalist and composer, Hatha yoga teacher and practitioner, and has a fascinating stories of going against the grain with where his gut, gut was calling him in regards to what he's going to dedicate his life to. So... Is that uh, a good way of putting it, Antonio? Yeah, yeah, I think pretty much, yeah. yeah. Yes. So how will we bring this to our listeners? I think we might want to start with uh, talking a little bit about that you had a love affair with different instruments and then there, this one thing came up. Do you want to introduce this a little bit to us? Yeah, so at some point, like uh, watching a movie, uh, I think it was the Motorcycle Diaries, which is, uh, everybody knows what the movie is about. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that is based in South America, uh, South America, and you can hear a distinctive sound of a particular instrument, which is called charango. And uh, yeah, and in there it's like, wow, that's, it seems like a, it's so bright sound and really beautiful, powerful, and then you see it's a really tiny instrument, it's like this. Uh, you can have like really the close hands like the, in here you have the whole instrument it's like a ukulele or kind of yeah it has a uh, five double strings so in total are ten but it's more powerful because of, of that because of this uh, hmm. uh, double strings so and then I started learning it and uh, yeah and uh, transcribed uh, more than ten songs like maybe it could have been fifteen or close to twenty songs but 10 were only from one composer, particular composer from mm. Buenos Aires, and uh, which I found my way to, you know, to go to his house and uh, he was very happy about it. Uh, and said like, well, you have transcribed 10 of my songs, I will listen from one to the end. Okay. So, and then he told me the story of each and every song. And uh, I realized that it was, they were all sad story and, uh, yeah. and about, they described pain and uh, even though I couldn't tell from the story, they were very strong and emotional pieces. Yeah. Yeah. But I couldn't really hear what was behind. For mm. real. And uh, as I heard the stories, I kind of went away from the instrument because uh, I didn't connect with that anymore. Yeah. Not with the instrument, but not with the, its stories. Yeah. Yeah. I thought related to this, and this is very banal compared to what we're talking about, you know, but I was listening to this 
this song this morning, I'm on fire from Bruce Springsteen. You know, I know it's a pop song, you know, but it's like the way the beat comes like Johnny Cash, you know, and this kind of slow driving song. And I'm always like, yeah, I like this fire because on fire means to me, you know, I get ignited for something. Yeah. And then I looked at the lyrics and I thought like, oh no, I, 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 I cannot, you know, <laughs> subscribe to that, you know. And now I'm in this, uh, in this kind of turmoil of like, what am I going to do with this racing beat that I love, but the, where the, the words don't even reflect, w reflect what I want to say. Is that a little bit like that for you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There is always, you know, in, uh, in um, uh, receiving like a, a piece of art, it can be, you know, from music, from dance to a painting, there is always like an inner journey, you know, like an outer story. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and that's an interesting piece, you know, because you do deal with the arts and that's somebody expressing something and you're expressing something as an, a composer. And do you feel that we can we can use something or personally of course this is all personal i think you know like do you yeah. feel that we can use something that we understand in a different way and place it in a different context so it fits our lifestyle or do you fin find that it's like robbing the art from the whole composition during my studies that was often the question because uh, yeah. I, I have been, and most of my uh, colleagues, we have been study, studying like traditional stuff, traditional yeah. music, or like you're saying, you know, something from a contest and putting in another contest. And then we wanted to use that in another context. And was it, uh, we have been asking even in the, uh, in, on our interviews and on our field studies, if, you know, that was the case of being, you know, like uh, something, uh, sacred being you know taking away from its sacred, sacred place yeah, yeah. and it, the answer was often like it depends it could be but also not necessarily because uh, it depends what do you do with that hmm. how can you respect let's say the tradition or in a more general way you know how can you respect the the shape and the story that the thing represent and bringing it in a new context. So I think it's always a different story and a different... Uh... Yeah, so it means like if we are conscious about what we're doing, that we're taking a powerful thing into a different context, but we're meaning it to, to excel this power into a new story. Is that what you're, what you're saying to us here? Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit, you know, like I tap in uh, usually music, let's say a rearrangement of something. Mm. <laughs> There is, uh, you know, there's been, let's say, Bach, it has been played in uh, so many different contexts. And you yeah. know, there are some that they, they works like uh, as amazing, as uh, incredibly good as the original, and some other, they don't work. Mm. Uh, you know, like it's always, uh, it's, often, it's always a question mark if that is going to work or not. And how yeah. with respecting their the own history. Yeah. And we can only do go and find out. And I think this is where we're coming to this other story where you changed instrument, then you came across another instrument that you found yeah. fascinating. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Then I felt like that that wasn't an instrument that I wanted to dive in. And uh, hmm. so back in my let's say uh, wish list, <laughs> all the you know like uh, 
there was a let's say my first love is like this uh, beautiful gorgeous intelligent woman that you don't really dare to go and stand beside to you know yeah <laughs> so and it was the oud the arabic lute yeah so can say, you describe the instrument a little bit so we know i think not many people would have seen it so can you give yeah it a, a the, the oud it's a it looked like very much as a the european uh, lute mm -hmm. and also this has uh, double strings uh, and uh, yeah, and it doesn't have any frets. So in a way, it's kind of similar to the instruments which I play, which is yeah. double bass or cello. Ah, uh -huh. okay, yes. Yeah. So and it has this. Uh, it has nylon strings, so this uh, the sound is quite sweet also, and can mm -hmm. be either like party like or it depends because uh, Arabic uh, music can vary very much. It can be very melancholic and sad, or it can be. Uh, more emotional or go really for party <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that was a little bit what you were looking for as you said you didn't yeah, want because it's connected to dance also so like like most of traditional music they are all connected to dance hmm. uh, all, also our, actually our european history also that going to Bach, a, a lot of uh, you know uh, the hmm. traditional stuff they're always connected to dance Hmm. We've been a little bit going away from that stuff, but uh, yeah. Uh, so what happened when you find the oud, the, Ara the Arabic oud? <laughs> well, I want to take the challenge. I was just sharing with my uh, close friends and one in particular, you, so is a, is a good colleague of mine and my best friend in Finland. And uh, so I said, like, hey, but man, you are a bit too ambitious that's that's a hell of an instrument it's uh yeah it's one of the most uh, complicated instruments to play wow it's quite complicated yeah. and uh, because of that because of the ornaments that you have in the arabic music so hmm. yeah it's not it's not an easy instrument anyway it takes years to, to start uh, making some music with that yeah but then i give myself the deadline if i don't do something like let's say listenable or okay with me in, in two months then i would let go from that and uh, mm -hmm. and would have found something else yeah but then it, apparently things were going pretty well and uh, i start my field studies which means i was studying in finland but uh, they give me a chance to go in palestine israel egypt to study with the uh, great 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 masters of the instrument wow yeah and uh yeah all my first five months uh, they were like uh, the beginning because i met uh, i studied with four different teachers hmm. and uh yeah most of them they were in the same line with user meaning like hey uh, i mean you can learn that but it's not gonna be enough to do it two or four months you will need a uh, one year to get this this leader yeah and um but uh, luckily during the my classes they actually were very surprised like hey it seems that uh, you are born with this instrument like you you were mm. born with this instrument because it I, it would respond to me very quickly so and within one actually within five five to six months I was already performing with the instrument 
and within one year, one and a half year, I wrote, I composed new music and performed a full-length wow. concert. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not a musician, but what struck me just there, what really touched me was like the instrument, the way you said it, the instrument kind of spoke to you or the instrument, well, what did you say yeah. just now? It, it's almost like it has a life in itself and it's teaching you. Is that what, what I heard, right? You know, it's almost ah, like it's saying yeah. like, no, not like this or like that, how? Yeah. Yeah, also, yeah, because the instrument can teach you a lot. Actually, also through the classes, there was a moment where, where, uh, where Taisir, my teacher, said, hey, you know, um, you seem like uh, there is something you are not letting go. Uh, you are putting too much uh, where it needs very little. Uh -huh. And uh, through this thing, to the journey of life, which I was in that in that moment, I that was like you know like a, a gate opening, because then through that sentence, uh, a lot of things uh, the instrument itself has revealed. Yeah, I, I think it's you know all and again what is the relationship between you and an instrument? It's you know instrument. It's an instrument on its own, right? Hmm. And I think it's how you can relate so that you become one. Yeah. The yeah. Because it's uh, as you get, if you get to there, then you know what is music if just a, a language. So if you can blend to this one to bring uh, your language. Yeah, beautiful. Um, it's this. I was thinking when we talked earlier, like that music is vibration. You know, like in the first place, it's vibration and that a lot of what you seem to speak about and what I learned through yoga myself is the art of surrendering, you know, instead of trying to control something. I mean, one could have, one, one could have kind of gone about and tried to like, I'm gonna learn this, you know? Uh, and it would have been like an imposition. It's would been like an emperor, emperor on a country, you know? But what you were telling me is like, in, in order for you to hear these compositions or to be to be in union you know like in mm -hmm. yoga you have to to have to start to hear each other's language you know so each one is teaching yeah. each one yeah oh wow yeah, yeah. and what yeah so that brings me a little bit to my the one question you know that i'd like to ask my list um my guests is if you had a superpower, <laughs> what would it be? And I don't mean superpower as in hiding something, but something that you in or initially already have, you know, something that is driving you constantly. And people would say like, oh, that's so Antonio. You know? mm -hmm. What is it? Mm, I can get a green at the traffic light. <laughs> You can get green off the traffic light. What is that? <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good question. I think, um, mm, I think probably willpower. Willpower, yeah. Because I think that you said it in the preparation to this interview that you are somebody who is very driven and that's who I know you to be you know like you want something and you use a lot of willpower you know you could almost will everything into happening 
Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, and. And that's the funniest, that's, that's where I wanted to go with the question now. When I listen, when, we, when I play back to what we said earlier about what the instrument is teaching you and taught you so far, yeah. where your life broke open, that's what it sounded to me, you know, like so many things shifted in your life the moment you heard that sentence. It's, uh, it was exactly the opposite to your superpower, right? It was like as if you had to let go of that willpower thing, or is it yeah. not? Hmm. Am I making that up? Hmm. So if uh, when I got challenged, if uh, I felt my willpower shaking, that's the question? Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, well, on one hand, yes, because... Uh, uh, like uh, I said earlier to you, no, in our preparation, the interview, mm. if I should uh, summarize in one word what I do, it's listening. Yeah. So let's say through the yoga, uh, through the yoga or through the music, through the composing, through playing an instrument, it's, uh, it's all about listening. So then when from the outer world, uh, you are having your inner mm. uh, vision and say, hey, someone is saying to you, hey, that means it's maybe too high for you. And then what do you do? It's like, you know, you're being challenged and, you know, and uh, you know that those people, they're either your best friend or very experienced musician and, uh, you know, top level in what they do. Mm. And they're saying, you know, maybe that's, it's a bit too much what you're asking. Mm. And what, how do you relate with your inner voice mm. or your inner perhaps intuition mm. or your willpower? So I think in the end, um, you will have to find a compromise and put on the scale, you know, like a, a, how strong is your willpower? Like yeah. you know that that is not gonna be an easy thing that will just come in your hands, you know? But I think if you have uh, a strong yeah. feeling about something and you know that all your energy is gonna gather in there, no matter what it is, then I think I, actually my experience is often like that. If I have a good feeling about something, no matter what the other people around are saying, uh, if I have a good feeling about that, I, I still gonna do that. I so love what you said. I get goosebumps to be honest, you know, because uh, I think this was the moment I felt the most connected to you when we first met, you know, because there was to me when you say things you know like they come together in this aspect of love so there is no shading of them you know willpower can be so easily abused or you know like can be so misperceived but you're saying if i have the right amount and the beauty of the love behind the willpower you know and i combine that together with my intuition and with where i want to be headed and my yeah, then I get good results. Then everybody else can say whatever they want. They, they, yeah, I know it's true and I'm going to make it true. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Probably it has been like this because uh, my parents didn't push me for music. It was my own choice. They actually wanted to mm. refrain for that. They said like, no, that's not how you're going to make money. That's what you can do on beside your work. You know. Yeah. So in a way, I had, I had already when I was uh, young, yeah, you know, much young boy, uh, he had to make this kind of choices. Yeah. 
yeah. believing what what was my inner voice. Mm. Again, the outer was going opposite. Yeah. And so when you say that what you do is listening, is I think you do listen inside more, or do you? Uh, what? How do you would describe listening as a skill, as such, in connection with everything you do? I think that's a good question, uh, a really good one. I think, I mean, not always the inner uh, voice; it's the right one. I must admit that it's not always right. Mm. but when that inner voice when, how do you know that the inner voice is going to be right or not mm. I think uh, that's, the, that's the, the question I ask myself I usually found out that when you see that you have let's say a truth and someone else is saying another truth which is mm -hmm. uh, truth can be so individual at, at times you know so and then you see how much either or the other truth is vibrating with what's happening around. Hmm. That's what I usually do. So, you know, if I would see that through my journey, maybe let's say you or so my best friend, mm -hmm. the truth would resonate more, you know, mm -hmm. in what, I was, what was happening there. Then I was like, hmm, I can recognize, I can recognize a vibration there and maybe I should go along with that. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and sometimes that happens with my own inner truth, and that's where I, how I make my choices. Yeah. Wow. So, in the end, yeah, that's, that's how, it's, it's a continuous listening. Okay, there is a moment, you put that on the side, it's going to be helpful later. You know? <laughs> yeah, and then kind of follow those... Uh, calls those vibrations as you call yeah. them hmm. Yeah. Hmm. very beautiful so is there um a single single moment a joyful moment you recollect in this awakening story to this amazing instrument that you mastered quicker or where you find your connection let's say it that way instead of making it a race you know is there like a a happy moment from this yeah, uh, a, a moment you will always remember that you want to share maybe oh, yes yeah. i yeah i there is a very clear moment when uh, well one it was the one i mentioned hmm. already that moment where the teacher was saying you know what's seeing in my body uh, protection or attention but another really beautiful one is when i performed this time as a bass player for mm. one of the my preferred teacher uh, we we made an amazing concert uh, in italy and uh yeah and it was it was great because um, not even playing the instrument because another journey which i've done with the oud it's mm. to bring the sound and the technique of the oud or anything that i've been playing on my own instrument so that I can make my sound fuller and uh, oh. less less predictable let's say mm -hmm. so when I was in this uh, in this uh, uh, concert where my my teacher was playing the oud and I was playing the double bass uh, you I could give something more playing you know the instrument which was my main instrument but you know like responding to the instrument that I know as well so it's a different you know it's, mm -hmm. it's an amazing uh, feeling and experience yeah 
I can Im I can imagine it's almost like you can it's almost a little bit like when we, what we talked about earlier to bring an element of something into a different context so you brought what you learned from the oud into your um, cello was it right or was double it contrabass double bass sorry yeah yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah and it worked yeah it sounds ah, like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ah. well thank you so much uh, Antonio, for sharing your story here, you and sure. for bringing so much love and care and beauty to the world, and really kind of you know forging ahead with what you do. Thank you for organizing that and uh, and inviting. Yeah. yeah, and is there something we can leave for the listeners to find you? Is there something you want to remark on right now? how they can connect with you, where can they find their music or your performance or, yeah. Yeah, there is actually, I, I'm just about to launch my website. It's almost ready. Okay. So I think uh, by probably the weekend would be ready. Okay, so, so by the time we're streaming this, I'm sure we're gonna have the www's under yes. here. <laughs> In the yeah. yeah, yeah, We're gonna put that in the show notes and then you can see and connect. And do we get sound bites from you there as well? On yeah, the you can like find there, you know, like sound clip and uh, concert, like videos and uh, yeah looking forward to it already <laughs> thank you so much my dear <laughs> and thank you to the listeners for coming and tuning in today to this conversation i hope to see you on the next show in next time bye Ciao. if you enjoy listening to my podcast please consider to become a patron at patreon.com alexandra kreis and pledge your donation